0: we're listening to the muzzleloaders podcast the show where we talk about anything and everything black powder how's it going guys welcome back to the muzzleloaders.com podcast the show where we talk about anything and everything black powder this is our first podcast of 2022 after our brief hiatus getting ready for shot show and everything and i hope you guys enjoyed our shot show content we really had a great time putting it together and obviously had a great time at shot show and that's why we're going to talk about SHOT Show today on our podcast. Um, we are going to talk about some of the things that we saw there. Um, we also kind of walk. We want to walk you guys through what it's like to go to SHOT Show. Uh, and I'm here with my good buddy Nate, who uh, we didn't get to see each other as much at this SHOT Show, which is sad. Pour yeah. one out. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, usually Nate and I, I say, usually we've been to shot show twice together, but we walk the show and get to check out all kinds of cool stuff. But this year, because, um, we were only able to be there for two days, we didn't have as much time to yeah. record content and all that. So it's a little more, a little more squeezed, a little more squeezed in, you know, mm-hmm. but still had a great time. It's always fun getting to connect with our brands from throughout the muzzleloader community and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so Nate, why don't you go ahead and just walk us through what your shot show looked like? Because I didn't get—I honestly, I still don't really know everything that you did at Shot Show. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's definitely,
1: you know, what you do and what I do are vastly different. Yeah, yeah. Because you're marketing, so you're you're busy the whole time. Um, you know, more of what I do is look for new products, um, spend a lot of time. Just, I don't. I wish I would have had. Wish my step tracker was working because <laughs> did, did break well i just i use the samsung health app and it's ever since they did the update it, i can't even get logged into it it oh, won't let me reset yeah. my password or anything like that so mm. yeah i every night after a shot show i was just like i'm ready for bed i put oh, on for sure miles guaranteed i was all over that place mm-hmm. and i was looking for very specific items for for um for the website
0: yeah and so yeah.
1: i you know, I was on a mission, and you know me. Yeah. When I'm on a mission, I'm, like, laser on focused mission. on that task. I could tell morning <laughs> one, like,
0: so morning one, Nate had, like, a, a small appointment with me and another guy. So he had done some stuff in the morning, met with us, and then left. I could tell at that meeting you were like, all right, this is, this is, like, work mode, eight, you know. <laughs> yeah. I
1: was focused, and it was hard for me to focus at that meeting, too, because yeah. I, was, I was so... Concerned with what I was going to do yeah. after that, I was yeah. like, so I, got, I was a little frustrated that I couldn't fully focus on that. Mm-hmm. Frustrated at myself, but yeah. yeah. So after that, I was supposed to join you with something else, right? But there was oh, at the loophole booth. Yeah, but yeah. there wasn't really anything for me to do you guys had it covered yeah. and I wasn't going to be on camera or anything. So it's just like, <laughs> I am behind. I need to get downstairs and look yeah. for these products. So I systematically gridded out the downstairs and was like, okay, I'm going to grid this entire downstairs looking for new products. And, um, unfortunately did not find what I was looking for after yeah. gridding the entire. <laughs> yeah. down- and I, I literally saw every booth downstairs, which is the first.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Every single... Every single so I, I went downstairs, but there's not a whole lot of muzzleloader stuff down there, and so I didn't spend much time, but it's pretty extensive, and all the... Like, because upstairs, you have a bunch... So, if you're not familiar with SHOT Show, SHOT Show has several different levels. So, you have the main level that you walk into, that's the main show floor, that's where a lot of your big name, like Smith & Wesson, Savage. Um, Savage, you know, CVA and Traditions are usually on that floor all that kind of stuff, and then you have the basement, which Vortex actually used to be in the basement, which I always thought was weird. It is, um, and maybe it was because they didn't want to spend as much
1: money on booths, because I'm fairly certain that downstairs booths don't cost as much, Yeah, and mostly what you see downstairs are new products, um, people who, first time at SHOT Show, or have been to SHOT Show a couple of years mm-hmm. now, or three, or four, or
0: five years, or whatever it is, you know, um, but pretty small companies, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the booths are smaller. So there's significant... I think there's the same floor, like, surface area, but all the booths are smaller. So there's a lot more booths I think the basement's a little smaller, actually. Is it? Yeah. Is it smaller? Yeah. Okay. Well, I could be wrong. The upstairs is Like huge. I said, I didn't huge. spend much time in the basement, so... <laughs> um, the upstairs is so big. And then you have a couple, like, meeting floors above that. And then this year, they ha- added a whole nother section... So you actually had to go outside across a bridge and go into like the Caesars Caesars uh p- pavilion or whatever it was called and they had a whole bunch of other stuff over there too um and we visited some booths over there there like again there weren't very many muzzleloader booths over mm-hmm. there but uh, most of the muzzleloader stuff is it's once a very small niche of the cuz the outdoor industry is a small niche of the industry of everything as a whole and then within the outdoor industry Muzzle loading is a a very small niche, very. and so um you know we operate inside of one of the most. I keep saying the word niche. There's got to yeah. be a better. In word case, for it. <laughs> in
1: case for some of you that say niche, you know, instead of niche, that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, so, exactly. But either very, way, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> I've heard
0: it both ways. Um, but yeah, w- what we do is is a very small part of the outdoor industry as a whole, and so. um a lot of those people are just on one floor, which is nice. You know, I don't have to, I know my, so I've been to SHOT Show. This is my third year. The first year I went in with zero plan and just literally walked back and forth. (laughs) And I was the most inefficient thing I've ever done. And maybe if we have Caleb back on the podcast soon, we'll have to talk to him about it too. But he was with me and we literally just did, wandered the whole time (laughs) in a very inefficient way. And then, you know, year two, much more efficient about it. But then this year, you know, we actually went into it with a plan and we were able to get it all taken care of. So it's nice that everybody's kind of located on the same floor. So you can kind of have it. Actually, you know, this year, Loopold and CVA were right next to each other. Oh, yeah. And so, that was nice. you know, being able to work with CVA and then go over to Loophold was just like, there was no walk there. Yeah so yeah and no matter how many times you wander through shot show you get lost every single time (laughs) without a doubt i have been here and you don't think that you would you're like you know it's just a building you know you've got to be able to find your way around it's so disorienting. there was
1: one point uh this year where i literally couldn't find my way out
0: yeah oh yeah (laughs) it's like
1: i've literally i've walked around the entire place i walked all the way around the edge i was like
0: I don't remember how to get out of here. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and it's literally the, the SHOT Show app is the only way that I can find my way around. Well, I was I,
1: using the app, too, because... Uh, so, I got lost once because of the app. Uh, oh, really? Like, okay, it says that Christensen's Arms is here, and Bergara's here. And so obviously if this one is to my right and this one's to my left and I'm Mm -hmm. standing in the middle of them if I go this way it'll take me right to there yeah I went that way and it was not it must have been backwards or I I yeah or maybe they changed things around before they
0: or after they released the app or whatever but I didn't I didn't experience that there was a few times like the Vista booth so the Vista booth was enormous and it had multiple different brands in it and Mm -hmm. so I'm like oh I'm right next to Remington and I look up I'm like where is Remington? But it's, it's listed in with this huge conglomerate of other, yeah. of other booths. Um, but yeah, so CHOT show, honestly, for me was just wondering, I had like a hit list of brands and we're going to go here. We're going to record XYZ content. And, um, there honestly isn't much that we can disclose on this podcast about what we saw there, because mm-hmm. a lot of it is like a lot of the stuff that you found, that's yet to be released on our website and you know a lot of the products that are going to be coming out this year are yet to be released yep, too yeah and, and I so, can't really talk about any of the new products because yeah
1: <laughs> they haven't been finalized yet so. yeah <laughs> so it's
0: like the, the honestly like as far as if, if you're listening to this to get new information we're going to talk about some of that stuff we're going to talk about some of the things that um traditions is introducing uh and so that's there's actually some pretty cool stuff so we can go ahead and just talk about that now, I think, because um, Traditions is adding a 45 caliber option to their Pursuit Vortec and uh, the Vortec LDR lines, which is uh, awesome. You know, we've seen a lot of popularity increase with 45 caliber since the ELR got released, and really, really excited to see Traditions kind of hop on board with the the 45 caliber. And I'm excited to see what the performance with the uh, LDR is with that, especially yeah. with the vapor barrel. yeah, that'll be exciting. yeah, I'm hoping get some uh, get some time behind the gun on that one. Um, also, the uh, traditions nitro fire vapor. so uh, similar to what they did with the old pursuit and vortex striker fire models, when they switched over to the vapor barrels, they discontinued their one and twenty eight twist and added the one and twenty four twist vapor barrels. They're doing the same thing with the nitro fire. so yeah. We have we have one in twenty eight twist nitro fires now, but once the current supply is done, the vapor barrels are going to be replacing those one in twenty eight models. So
1: yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, it's hard to imagine the nitro
0: fire shooting any better than it shoots now. So I know, <laughs> I know, I know. And that was one cool thing that we got to see at Shot Show. I don't know if you got to see that in our wrap up, but we had uh, we went to the Federal booth and looked at the fire stick. And they had this huge, like, diagram that explained everything about the Fire Stick, and it was a, a big model, so it was, yeah. like, a f- three feet long. And so you got to see, because the Fire Stick's water-resistant, but people don't often understand why, but it's because it has that little membrane. So they, they laid all that out so that you could see that. Oh, that's um, cool. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Make it to the federal booth. Yeah. You're too busy looking at, at and- <laughs> I Man, I really –
1: that should have been on my list. I wanted to go to the Vista booth, but I think I remember walking by it, and I'm like, oh – I go in there, what are they going to tell me? Yeah, we still can't get you anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, true. well, I don't, there's not going to be anything new. And Where are so, the primers? Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah, on. <none>, <laughs> they don't exist. Yeah. They're in the, the shells
0: and the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we actually had a, a question from on, on YouTube. So I guess I'll just answer it real quick here. You had a question of, you know, why are there no, does anybody have any idea why there's no percussion caps? Mm. Um, and so. It's kind of like everything else where there's just not, uh, even down to just raw materials. Uh, and panic buying. And panic buying. Like people buy, you know, the, oh, they're in stock, so I'm going to buy as many as I possibly can. Um, and one of the things that we got to see at SHOT Show is a lot of the people that, at least I talked to, I don't know if you can say the same thing, but they are um, heavily leaning into making sure supply is as, you know, they're taking pretty large leaps to make sure supply is better this year than it was last yeah. year. Because last year, we were talking about it yesterday, that last year was, supply was even worse than in 2020. Well, and I think a lot of that too um, is because manufacturers were like,
1: okay, how long can this really last, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of a risk factor. You Do you build another facility that costs millions of dollars to pump out more product? Or do you hope that everything kind of normalizes and everybody kind of realizes that the world's not ending and so so on and so forth and stops panic buying and then supply catches up? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that manufacturers are now kind of realizing that this is going to be a prolonged thing and Mm -hmm. some of them are taking steps and building new warehouses and, and to pump out more materials Mm -hmm. or more product. I mean, um, but obviously not all of those companies. A lot of those companies are smaller, right? Yeah. And they can't yeah. afford to just go build another facility in hopes that the demand is still there. Yeah, in two
0: years when they finish the facility. Eventually, the demand is going to tank because yeah. everybody has what they need yeah. for the next 20 years, yeah. you know? Yep. And so it really doesn't make much business sense to go out and build a whole new facility for something that's literally going to be, a you know, hopefully a blip on the radar, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, hopefully. <laughs> but... I, if it's from what we learned at Shot Show and based on just kind of what we've seen over the past two years, at least in my opinion, I wouldn't be super optimistic about products being like they were this year. I would say we're probably 18 to maybe 24 months out from having. Normal you know, distribution. Like, again. Yeah, a healthy distribution yep. Um, this year and possibly even next year. Though manufacturers are taking these steps to drastically increase supply, I still think that we're – I mean, they're trying to – I honestly – I don't know how they're going to get caught up on back orders and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff fully. Yeah. You know, it's like – Yeah, Vista's like <clears throat> a billion dollars in back
1: orders or something like that. Yeah,
0: just a huge amount of back orders. Um, And so – It's just like, I I don't know how people are going to get caught up on that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah. So if you see that kind of stuff, definitely still pick it up. This year is going to be, you know, another year similar to last year, hopefully better, but I'm not super optimistic about it. Yeah. I'm sure everybody thinks the same thing as me.
1: We would love to see a surplus. Which then drives the price down again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. that's a long ways out. I feel like so. Yeah,
0: it is. It it is, and you, know, you just kind of got to ride the wave until yep. until it crashes down on the beach. <laughs> I don't surf, so I hope that metaphor made sense. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so kind of some cool stuff from Traditions. Um, there is some stuff that has been teased by CVA that we cannot talk about yet, but um, we did record a podcast, an exclusive interview with Jason Sebo while at the show, and that will be going up uh, not next week, but the week after. Um, and so if you want to get a little sneak peek at what is being released from CVA this year, and these products have not been announced officially. Um, this is, the, to my knowledge, the first time that they've been like officially I say officially un- unofficially, officially, <laughs> um, leaked. And so you can kind of get uh, your, your mind wrapped around what's coming out, um, from CVA and that's that stuff should be fully fledged out later this year, hopefully by spring, but you know, we will see how things go. So well, I'll tell you what, if this was a
1: long range podcast, I could talk for a full hour on new products <laughs> that came out for that yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. So, side note, um, you know, obviously one thing that I'm super into is uh, ballistics. Yeah. And we did visit the Labradar booth while we were there. Yes. And um, they just released a new app that literally became available today on Android. It's been available for a while. As of day recording. Today is the twenty eighth of January. Yes, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) And then, uh, man, I always think like people are watching. Right, I know this is live. live. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been out for on Apple for a while. Um, If you are a lab radar fan, um, I don't know how many long range muzzleloader people listen to our podcast versus traditional, um, but it's a great way to track your ballistics and figure out drop downs and stuff like that. It's probably if you aren't a lab (laughs) radar fan,
0: you should be. Yeah, I agree.
1: maybe maybe you know maybe even be a product we carry someday yeah. on the website i'd love that never know <clears throat> never know anything's possible <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway yeah they released a app you have to update your lab radar which already has bluetooth in it and then it activates that bluetooth and then you download the app and you can change everything on your lab, lab yeah. radar as you're shooting live through the app on your phone or tablet mm. or whatever which is
0: phenomenal yeah well, nate's nate's lab radar is what we use for most of our ballistic calculating at at our company. And Mm -hmm. it works very well.
1: Yeah, um, I think we will set it up differently so it doesn't come back looking like a smokestack. Next time. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yes. It, looked, it looked like it looked like <laughs> I was a chimney sweep and took the lab radar with me because it was just covered in just yeah. soot. It's like, the, here, Nate,
1: I borrowed this. Uh, here's, here, here it is back. I'm like, what? This isn't mine. It looks like it's 25 years old. It's <laughs> yes, yes, that that did happen. Not proud of that, but. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, but the lab radar is great. It's and we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but the the um like the the chronographs, I couldn't remember, oh, yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. remember what it called. <clears throat> the chronographs that measure by shadow don't work very well with muzzle loaders because of the um the smoke, you know, you just get so much smoke in there. Even with like not using true black powder, if you're using black powder substitute, there's still it still messes with it. So, um definitely good to have lab radar which actually measures the the speed of the bullet like it has radar right like it like yeah a, like a police gun yeah. and it actually
1: much. measures it in five different distances that you can customize in there so you can set it up for like 20 40 60 75 90 mm-hmm. i think that was five 20 40 60 75, yeah 20 40 60 70 yeah. 90 and then that gives you your last trajectory ballistic check right before it hits the target mm-hmm. and then it'll give you um now, with the new app, you can look at Power Factor even, mm-hmm. which is cool because then you know if you're hunting elk like your kinetic or kinetic energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. How much Power
0: Factor you're getting with that bullet at distance, at different ranges. How far? Because I've always w- I wanted to know how much kinetic energy, the like the 40 caliber HTR, mm-hmm. how much that has at like 600 yards. Because we know you can ring steel at that distance, and CVA doesn't recommend taking animals. But like what is the... What is a the Pro yeah. forty caliber? Yeah. Like, well, supposedly it's supposed to be equivalent to a three hundred Win Mag ballistics. So yeah, you should be able to take an animal out to six hundred yards, no problem. Well, and it's kind of, it's not quite though. It's different for sure. And so you've got a heavier bullet. It's like this moving it's, almost the same speed as a three hundred Win Mag. So it should technically have
1: more, but the foot pounds will, of energy than a three hundred Win. The ballistic coefficient isn't the same. Yeah.
0: So it's going to destabilize sooner. Yeah. But that's. And that's kind of the question: is mm. like, you know, at 300 yards, it's very similar to the 300 wind Mag. But as you get out further, you are well. For that, you'd really space. need a high-speed camera. You would out there you at would. the target, so which you could I was see researching if, today. If the bullet is what it's doing, yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyways, <laughs> off topic. Yeah, <laughs> enough on lab radar. Um, so one of the things that uh, isn't cool about Shot Show, kind of back to walking you through what it's like to go there isn't cool is cool oh I is think it's cool isn't. about shop show okay. um Clearify. is some of the people you get to meet and we've talked about how people in the outdoor industry are pretty much just regular people for the most yeah. part that you know are just happy to hunt and chat and stuff and you get to meet i think so one year i got to meet some you know one of the guys from duck dynasty you got to meet um Oh my goodness, I love that One show. One of them. Yeah, yes. I can't remember his name. Uh, Godwin. Godwin. I was like, I love that show. I don't know why I can't remember his name. So you get, to meet, you get to meet p- cool people like that. Um, this year, I got to meet uh, John Lovell, who is a YouTuber that I really like. And and uh, so it was really, it's just cool to be able to go to SHOT Show and, and run into these people that you normally, you know, watch their content and stuff. We won't tell the John Lovell story on here. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but... <laughs> Maybe someday, yeah. Maybe someday. Um, Nate unfortunately missed getting to see the guy that oh, he wanted to see.
1: Man, I I, I don't know how either. I uh, after watching like checking up, you know, I try to follow Shot Show why we're there as well, and um, so I'll check out Instagram and and see make sure I didn't miss any booths or anything like that that I should have seen. Um, and Gavin from Ultimate Reloader, which I'm a huge fan. I'm if I mean, if you guys have been watching the podcast or listening to the podcast at all, um, obviously know that I'm just crazy nuts about ballistics and reloading. So um, Ultimate Reloader is probably one of my favorite YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. I have literally seen every single video, and there's like a 100 or so or, yeah, or more. Yeah. Um, and Gavin was there, and it seems like every time I would catch an Instagram update from him during the SHOT Show, why I was there... I was literally just at the booth <laughs> that he was at as he was sending out the Instagram update live. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. how? So, like, we literally, and it happened like eight times. So I just missed just him. missed him. You like, should have walked
0: a little slower. I guess. No time for that. Nobody yeah, had exactly. time for that. <laughs> nobody, had, nobody had time for that. Yeah, literally Especially at Especially not Show. in two days. At SHOT Show, people think, you know, because actually you have a lot of people like, oh, it's so cool you got to go to SHOT Show, you know, thanks for making these videos, that kind of thing. And so, you know... It, going to shot show and going to Vegas is is fun but it's kind of like having uh an itch that you just can't quite scratch and then like you, it gets over and you're like oh man yes it, it's, it's, so it's nice it's fun it's a great time but it's not like it's not you go relaxing. and you just get to gamble the whole time <laughs> and do that kind of stuff like yeah. we I don't think, do we don't do Vegas stuff we do shot yeah, show stuff yeah i think i i, think I gambled for like maybe An hour or something like I played some cards and stuff but it's like that was it you know because because but like you said by the end of the day you're just exhausted exhausted. you just go and you know go to sleep and all that kind of stuff so
1: and when we say the end of the day we don't mean a Vegas end of the day at midnight we mean like like, end of the day for us which is eight o'clock yeah it's like I'm tired you feel like an old man when (laughs) you're yeah exactly the body
0: hurts and it's eight o'clock I'm tired I'm going to sleep (laughs) but um yeah it's always it's always a good time and you know it's always it's one of those things where it's it's a lot of work but it's rewarding mm-hmm. and fun and when you get done with it you're like oh that was that was nice you know I'm glad we were able to do that it so. is fun and I got a lot
1: I had a little bit more time this year not as many meetings um, so I got to see some stuff that I didn't normally wouldn't normally get to see probably mm-hmm. um, and you know obviously like Darren said, "Muscle loaders is a pretty small niche, niche, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, market." So I did spend the f- whole first day looking for muzzleloader stuff, um, and then the second day I kind of had a little, few more meetings on the second day, but was able to see some centerfire stuff that I am obviously super excited about.
0: So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there, this this year was interesting because in years past, you know the show is just absolutely packed, packed yep. and attendance was down this year because of, you know, for certain reasons and things. And uh, so when he says packed, I feel like we should clarify that just a little bit. Like,
1: like literally two packed. years ago, it was so Three years ago. hard. Three years ago. sorry. No, was it, years it was a two. Two, two years ago. It was two years. Ago. Two years ago. It was so hard to get around. I, I feel like this year I saw a hundred times more stuff than I saw two years ago. I think mm-hmm. a lot of that too was less meetings. And being able to move around easier and um the lines for food were nowhere near as long yeah so there was a lot less waiting and more doing this year but it's it, anyway when he says packed it is like elbow to elbow shoulder to shoulder you can't pass anybody in the aisles the main, because aisle. it's, yeah, the sure. main aisles, yeah the main aisles yeah side aisles you can kind of speed up a little bit um seems like nobody's in any hurry to get anywhere. Yeah. But I'm always in a hurry to get yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like you cannot you cannot walk. Sometimes you have to cut through booths to try and like yes. get around people, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you get booth people trying to talk to you as you're cutting through their yeah. booth. <laughs> you it's go, like, when I gotta go <laughs> It's like driving in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. It's just So this year, you know, attendance was down who knows, forty, fifty percent Signet, noticeably. Yeah. Noticeably down. And you could literally just motor,
0: which I think is why I was so tired because I was on a mission. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I remember before, the line to get food, I mean, you'd be standing there for forever. And mm-hmm. I literally walked up and just got food and yeah. left. It was yep. so nice. Um Well, and then Caesars, too. So this
1: year, they had... had to go across the sky bridge over to caesars Mm -hmm. so if more people were distributed over there too yeah or so if you were motoring like i was and you're going over to caesars and then you had a meeting over in um the main building and then you had to go back to
0: caesars for another meeting and you got a lot of walking in yeah yeah well you and i did that because we we were in caesars we went over for a meeting in the main hall and went back to caesars for something and that's like the opposite end of the show yeah Complete, complete other end of the universe, (laughs) half mile away. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but shot show is fun. If you ever have an opportunity to go, definitely do Do it. it. It's it's a lot of fun. And And go to Tacos El Gordos. Yes, Tacos (laughs) El Gordos.
1: Sorry, total side note. We are definitely not affiliated or sponsored by them in any way, shape, or form. It is just phenomenal. Yep,
0: drive to the end of the strip, and then off to your right there is Tacos El Gordos, and it's amazing. In like a strip mall, right? Uh, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's Vegas, so it's, like, right next to a liquor store all that kind <laughs> of stuff. A liquor store and a Walgreens. <laughs> so literally, literally, right next to it, so. Um, so, Nate, what do you think, overall, after all the things, crawling through the basement, all that kind of stuff? You're going to ask me the hardest
1: question of my life right here. Yeah, what was the coolest thing you saw? <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I saw so many cool things. I mean, a lot of things... Like you and I went to the MDT booth. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't get to spend a lot of time there, but I'd already been there once. And I literally missed things that they released that are super, super cool Mm -hmm. that I didn't even see until they sent me an email after we got back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But so the coolest thing I guess I saw at SHOT Show, um, Kate X Arms was definitely up there. I spent a lot of time at that booth, had Mm -hmm. a meeting there as well, got to learn all about their firearms. I mean they make everything from fifty BMG down to six millimeter dasher. I mean Mm -hmm. just insane broad spectrum ELR stuff, three three fifty seven Shy Tac, um it just everything. I mean and their their weapon system, their firearm, their modular firearm is probably the most modular design I've ever seen. It's Mm -hmm. you could customize it or fit it to anybody. It's just super cool. Um other than that did see a new action manufacturer downstairs, pristine. Mm-hmm. Probably the like, smoothest action I've ever had <laughs> my hands on. I mean, yeah, it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so that was super cool. I always love obviously being a center fire enthusiast, seeing new actions. And yeah, for sure. I'm always looking for the best one out there. I don't <laughs> I have multiple firearms. I've built my, you know, had built and I've never used the same action twice because it just mm-hmm. always yeah. I'm, I always want a different something different. Looking for the smoothest thing out there, the coolest. Yeah. Um, and some people are just like, oh, an action, it's an action, whatever. It's yeah, the barrel's what makes a difference or whatnot. But it's yeah, it's probably yeah. the smoothest action I've ever touched. Well, it's amazing. That's pretty awesome.
0: Uh, I think for me, so uh, Peter Soley. So we got to spend some time with Peter uh, with Justin Dodd, and we recorded a podcast there. And there's gonna be some videos coming out from him. So. Uh, yeah. stay tuned for that. But they have had a how to for a while that was percussion. And um, I always thought the how to was cool. You guys always thought the how to was cool because every time I post anything about it, it just blows up. And so um, this year, I, I can't remember exactly what he said, if it was last year introduced, but there was no shot show or, but recently they have come out with a, a Flintlock how to, hmm um and if you're not familiar with a howda i will put a picture of one up here but also it's just a um it's a double-barreled pistol pretty hmm. much and uh what you know we we recorded a video on it so we'll go into detail there but justin was saying that uh basically it was for people that were riding elephants elephants and if a tiger like made it on top of the elephant then you would use the howda to like Mm. blow the tiger away and i was like that's that's pretty cool and so that was that was probably one of the coolest muzzleloader things that i saw that i can talk about um and uh i feel know, like there's a question looming out there with that though the question is
1: yeah how does that work <laughs> <laughs> which one is it <laughs> Oh, no. oh, the yeah. applause. I hit the wrong button. Oh, man. That it was a good one. That was brutal. It's, you know, I got two young uh, it's too daughters rough. at home. I got that dad humor, you know. Oh, man.
0: Oh, my goodness. I lost my train of thought now. I I'm it. sorry. <laughs> Anyways, the how to, it, it was awesome. Um, uh, on a non-muzzle related side, we saw a really cool suppressor that was like, Oh, four man. ounces um, yeah. from a company called like Wyoming Tech or
1: Wyoming something. You something know, like Wyoming that. Wyoming Tactical or Wyoming. Yeah, so.
0: Very lightweight, simplistic design. Um, really cool. That that was awesome. Um, yeah, I had to make it a point to show that to you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, yeah, because
1: that's We were literally awesome. on our way somewhere and we're walking by the booth and I'm like, wait, wait yeah, Darren, I know we, we, have, we have to, to get somewhere, but you have to see this. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were like in transition, like on our way to a meeting.
0: Like, you have to see this. Um. So uh, anyways, we'll kind of finish off the SHOT Show stuff. Uh, SHOT Show was fun, great, a success. Um, and now we kind of want to talk about 2022 because this is our first podcast of 2022. And we want to kind of line you guys out, let you know what we're going to be doing for the most part. Uh, instead of doing a podcast every week, we are going to be doing two podcasts a month. So it's going to be the first and third Wednesday of the month. Um, you can expect to see the podcasts. And the reason for that is, is we want to, uh, be able to one, make sure we're bringing you guys fresh and good content on the podcast, but then also, um, dedicate some of that time to creating other types of content in the form of shorter videos or things like that, that we'll be posting, uh, so that you guys have access to, uh, different types of content and, you know, like how to videos reviews, that sort of thing, load development, um, so that's kind of what the content structure is going to look like moving forward in 2022. So don't be don't be alarmed if you don't see podcasts every single week like we did last year. Um, you know we're not we're not sh- we're not cutting it off by any means. <laughs> we're just changing how it's structured a little bit. Um, so we also want to know what you guys are most excited about for 2022 because we want to obviously like we can come up with all these cool ideas and create content and do research. But if it's not what you guys want to see, then we don't want to make it. So we want to know what you guys want to see. So if you have content suggestions, if you have load development ideas, if you have bullets that you want us to test, um, anything, anything at all, you can put it in the comments, uh, of the YouTube video. You can reach out on social media and give us suggestions that way. Um, and you know, we, we definitely want to make sure we are, Serving you guys to the best of our ability. And the best way to do that is to know what you guys want. So, yep. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you have anything to add there, Nate? What are you most excited about for 2022?
1: In the famous words of Pettersoli, how do you do? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's that's okay, it. That's... that's it. That's it. The podcast <laughs> is over.
0: <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> <I heard>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm all over the place, I just Nate. I got a brazzle. Oh, man. All right. Well, it was great talking to you guys Wait, today. I'm um, not done. I'm jo- um, most oh. excited. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs>
1: uh, Sorry, you know, dad jokes—they just never quit. I shouldn't have brought up the how to Apparently, <laughs> no, that was the best thing that could have happened on this podcast. Man, alive! <laughs> oh man,
0: it's uh, too much fun. Are you pro dad joke or anti dad joke? Oh yeah, the definitely comments? comment. In, in, in,
1: in, in. I would hate to have to cut that off on the podcast. I so. would too. <laughs> but seriously. What, is, what are you most excited about for 2022? You know, I'm just uh, – a general excitement about 2022 just jacked altogether. Like, I literally got out of bed the other day, and I'm like, man, I'm excited for this year, and I don't even know why. <laughs> like, I just – like, just amped. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, man, things are – I feel like things are just going to be great this year. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good feeling to have. You know, yeah. um, a lot of uh, distribution issues last year that – we're just a nightmare we'll hopefully get fixed this year people have better plans i think last year everybody just had like this general oh yeah idea of like oh yeah things are gonna be we'll we'll figure it out things will be better but now people actually have a plan Mm -hmm. of how to make distribution
0: better and so i think that that's you know exciting for me yeah for sure i say i agree i think the same thing yeah i'm not excited about this wind (laughs) <laughs> yeah, is just and the cold—it
1: right has just been frigid. <laughs> if it's going to be this cold, at least have some snow. On I know the this is know. ridiculous. Goodness
0: sake! Well, it should be good for coyote hunting tomorrow. So, we'll blue see. skies, hopefully. Yeah, Get, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited for 2022. I think it's going to be. There are some cool things coming out. Um, I'm excited to make content and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, let's go cool. ahead and just little side i mean this is muzzleloader related are yeah. you still planning on bringing muzzleloader for kyle hunt tomorrow um i'm undecided i also really want to bring the 17 so we'll see it's true we'll you gotta break that thing in i know i haven't had time to really dial in any of the muzzleloaders that i'd like to use and so i will probably not bring it tomorrow but that will be on the to-do list to dial those in and, and bring them so Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation about SHOT Show, and I hope you're looking forward to 2022 as much as we are. Uh, If you have any content suggestions, any questions, drop them in the comments below. Be sure to uh, hit the like button, comment, and subscribe because uh, it's going to help get our content into the hands of people who need it. And if you're just listening on the audio platform, uh, be sure to leave a review because uh, that also is really going to help out the show, and we will see you guys on the next podcast.